make this moment as meaningful as you can. awareness what you are about to do. You are about to break a chain that is almost impossible to break. At least we will make a dent of the body and it will communicate to you. It will tell you how best to position the body. So listen to it when it gives you advice about making changes here and there so you can be more comfortable so you can have more stability and alertness in the body. And once you feel confident that you have found the posture that you can commit to, then have the intention to just let it go, trust it, to hold itself. Let it go. As you're letting it go, feel the ground holding it in stillness. And permit, invite that stillness to infuse the body. Until there is some palpable measure of stillness to some degree in the body itself. Need by some pleasant sensation, some nice, good feeling. And that gives you the ability to trust and to let go even more. So let go. Let go. Allow that stillness to enhance. Allow that pleasant sensation to expand.
breathe out, allow yourself to drop. Drop deeper into that stillness, deeper into that joy. the breath itself taking on stillness and joy. The very sensation of breathing. take a rest for this moment. Let the senses have freedom to do whatever they want to do. Give your thoughts the freedom to be or not be. Give your body the freedom to just be. And just rest. stillness and joy that is present, we are going to enhance the experience using the breath. We'll take three full breaths. As we breathe in, gently fill the lungs as much as possible, as much as is comfortable. Hold the breath for two seconds maybe. Within the two seconds, just preparing yourself to drop with the exhalation. We'll breathe out through the mouth, like really letting go as you breathe out. And witness yourself actually going deeper into the stillness, deeper into that joy as you breathe out. And at the end of the breathing out, of the exhalation, feel the new measure of stillness, the new measure of joy that is present, and try to stay there as you breathe in again, filling the lungs for the second and the third time. Okay, I think the count of ten is sufficient, so try to breathe in gently to the count of ten, if that's enough for you. Okay, let's begin, three full breaths.
Allow the breath to return to its normal, uncontrolled rhythm. Notice if you've reached some measure, some new depth in the stillness and the joy. And notice the new the new signs which have arisen. Tingling sensations perhaps. Some new sound in your ears, some colours appearing to your eyes. Some sort of sense connected perception. And you know it's arising only from within. With its steady appearance alongside the stillness and the measure of joy, recognize them and rejoice. For you have entered to some degree within the meditative state. Now, as you abide in the state, allow yourself to continue to go deeper into the joy, deeper into the stillness. And let the inner sensations point to the depth of clarity and radiance that you have now arrived. in front of you at the level of your eyebrows. Keep your attention there until there is some sort of physical sensation in the forehead. Some may experience a pressure, others experience definite difference in temperature, others experience magnetic experiences, electrical, whatever it may be for you. It's steady, continuous presence within the space of whatever degree of tranquility and joy you are in. the distinctive strength, sharpness, and vividness of the inner sensations, indirectly pointing to innate clarity and radiance. Their steady appearance. Tells you your attention is staying exactly where you placed it. So notice this and rejoice. yourself actually going deeper, the inner sensations getting sharper, stronger, louder, more and more vivid, as you continue to simply let go, going deeper into stillness, deeper into joy. Just bear witness to this for a few moments.
take a very good look at it. Really feel where you are. So that if someone were to ask you what does it feel like, you could tell them. You could just re experience it. My body was this way, physically, energetically. My breath was this way. My mind was this way. joyfully into the breath, noticing its physical properties. And bring that same quality of awareness into the body, feeling the whole body from head to toes. senses begin to sense your immediate surroundings, a sense of touch, sense of smell, sense of hearing, sense of sight. To stretch your legs, you can do so. Well, I sip my tea if you don't mind. Alright. We don't have much time. So we spend some time really feeling that. We're going to go back to it. We're going to do some real work. Okay? A lot of people, lot of people were on the path meditating for years, doing all sorts of gymnastics with their minds. Doing kinds of meditation that's considered to be powerful, secret. unique and yet they're not able to make any much progress I'm not talking about progress in a sense of being able to have psychic developments or psychic abilities you, you probably even have those things but the real change doesn't seem it doesn't seem to be uh, taking place. I'm telling you this because, uh, well, I think a lot of people will encounter this, especially us in the West. By us in the West, I don't mean us on this side of the planet. Every, every one of us on the planet, <laughs> wherever, wherever you happen to be. If you have iPhone in your world, you're in the West. <laughs> okay. You have Instagram accounts to worry about, Facebook profile to worry about, 
Twitter, don't forget Twitter. <laughs> All these things are very important. <laughs> Do you think uh, Nagarjuna had a Twitter account to worry about? <laughs> well, since he didn't have a Twitter account to worry about and have to have a social profile to maintain, so he didn't have some of the problems that we have. And you could do those incredible so-called practices and then have real transformation take place in his mind, in his life. And it doesn't matter how many times you recite Vajra Sattva, Mantra, Om Mani Peme Hum, like all the Tibetans do. If you don't take care of what's at the core of our personalities, you're not going to be able to get anywhere. Yes, we are all just little kids. Just little kids in big bodies. A lot of things that we were supposed to take care of, we couldn't have taken care of, are still with us. And they're still governing our behavior. That's why we get surprised when we behave a certain way. Me, that was me. That was me who said that. That was me who did that. Because we're not really in control. What's in control is something that happened way in the past. A good friend of mine told me a story about when she was uh, five years old, maybe five or six. She said she, she remembered. It was devastating for her. She had an accident. Uh, I think she broke her arm or broke her leg or something like that. And it happened right before her birthday. So she had to stay home. But that wasn't the tragedy. The tragedy was the mother had a very important thing to do that day. She happened to be having to stay home. And she couldn't avoid it. It was life, you know? Life doesn't say, take care of that and come back to me. Life says, take care of this or you owe me later more. So she had to take care of it. And what do you think that little girl felt when she was home all alone and there was no mother there and she was there with a broken arm or a broken leg, I'm not sure which one. As far as her mind was concerned, as far as her experience was concerned, she was rejected by the most important person in her, in her existence. Yes, the mother came back, of course. But that experience of being left alone, of being rejected, is alive within her. And it is informing how she behaves in her present life, even though it happened many, many, many years ago. She's no longer a little child. She's an adult, full-grown full adult. But that child is still there, crying, yelling, why did you reject me? And who's going to talk to that child and let that child know that, no, she wasn't rejected? No one, no one can do it. Not her mother, not her father, not a friend. She has to go and do it herself. I don't know if I told you about uh, my good friend who's been doing a, who's in life retreat. You know what that means? You know what that means, life retreat? That means for as long as he's, for the rest of his life, he's going to be in retreat. And he's been doing that for over seven years now. And you thought three years, three months, three hours, three days, three weeks, three seconds was too much. <laughs> so after many years of being in retreat, having incredible experiences, psychic experiences, 
getting visitations from holy beings, feeling this energy, that energy, experiencing subtle minds and subtle this and that. Now he was ready for real work, without even knowing that he was going to have to do any that he that he had any other work to do. All of a sudden, this embodiment, as far as we're concerned, embodiment of compassion, had rage. Whenever he sat down to meditate, rage came over him, and he had no idea what was it coming from. And there was like a person in front of him that did something. You could say oh, this person made me angry, and I just couldn't control myself because I was in such a subtle state. <laughs> Rage, shame came over him, and he couldn't, he had to stop for a while until he was able to look at the rage and allow the rage to tell him exactly what's going on. The rage came from when he was a baby. <laughs> when he was a baby, something similar happened. The parents, without trying to do something, did something. And then the baby at that mind experienced it as, ah, there they go. The only beings who could protect me have now have abandoned me. And that's where that rage came from. Until he was able to really go to that child and give that child the love that the child felt that it lacked, that disconnection that it felt, he wasn't going to be able to make any further real, any further real transformation, real change. So, you want to go on life retreat for about seven years, and then in the fifth year. That's when you find out that, ah, I got this thing that I got to take care of, or you want to do it now. Now is the time. Okay. You have the experience, you can share it with us, so that we don't have to go through with that. If you're wondering why those incredible practices are not working, maybe, it's not because you're doing it necessarily wrong. There are things blocking you that you can't get to yet. And these things are in our body. They are in our psychic makeup. So, for the next uh, half hour or less, we're going to do the meditation we did last time. The last time I was here. We're going to travel in time. So, so those of you who got queasy from the travel, sorry. <laughs> so you know how to prepare yourself better now, right? Strap yourself, I said. I told you to strap yourself. If you didn't strap yourself, that wasn't me. That was your fault. Okay? Strap yourself so you won't be queasy when in this travel. Okay? Travel in the future. Meet an incredible being. Be healed and then travel in the past, meet on another incredible being, and be healed and come back to the present. So that's a lot of traveling to do in half an hour. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna do that. And if you find yourself holding emotions back you're not helping yourself. Not only are you not helping yourself, all those people you want to help in the future or in the present, you're not, you're not helping them. It's a strange thing. By refusing to look at your pain, you're making yourself incapable of helping others. I don't know who said it. I'm claiming trademark rights to it. <laughs> if the Buddha said it, well, never mind. 
I think he said it though, but, but not necessarily in those words. Yes, that's true. If you refuse to look at your pain, you're causing others pain. And there's no way will you be able to really help others. Okay? So get ready. Strap yourself. Make sure the body is so comfortable you don't have to worry about it for the next half hour. Comfort is the key here, okay? Don't worry about putting yourself in some, some pretzel posture because it looks good. Just make yourself comfortable. snapshot you took. Remember how the body felt when you were in that degree of meditation? Remember it. No matter what else is going on in the mind, in the body, in your breath, in your experience, don't push them away. Just look for these four things. To what degree did I feel stillness in the body, physically, energetically, in the breath, in my mind. That's the first one. To what degree did I feel some pleasant experience, some measure of joy? And do the same for clarity and radiance. to have a steady continuous experience of them to whatever degree they are appearing. Bring that sense of joy for their presence. Rejoice. any sense of control and let it rest. Controlling of the body, controlling of your senses, in the space in front of you at the level of your eyebrows. Mm. 
the strongest aspiration that you can for wholeness, for completeness. get stronger and if you feel tension coming up in the body because you're making that intention strong transfer that energy from making the body tense into making the intention stronger so relax the body even more and intensify the aspiration is the inner sound getting louder sensations connected to some sense getting stronger that's good that's how you know you're making that aspiration stronger and it's actually getting stronger make sure your heart your chest is not concaved but it open feel something beginning to stir in the space in front of you. Something seeking to appear but not clear. Keep making the aspiration stronger. stronger there's a bright light coming through that tiny aperture the light is so bright the aperture is so small it split the light and the, all the colors of the rainbow are displayed around that tiny aperture to expand the stronger the more steady your aspiration the more it expands tearing a hold in time and space if it scares you nice you're doing it nice wonderful job if you feel awe nice doing a wonderful job. If it feels ordinary, nice, you're doing a wonderful job. Now the opportunity
aperture is big enough, you can see the source of that light. that you depend on to finally reach this state. Wherever, whatever they are, express your reverence, your gratitude, your trust. Look at those eyes looking at you. First you feel shy, but there's something captivating about those eyes that makes you incapable of looking back. seen gives you such joy. There's something else about those eyes looking at you. You can tell it, it is very concerned about your happiness. It strongly wants you to be truly happy. joy to know this. Then a ray of light shines from the heart of your awakened self, connects with your heart. You feel a softness in your heart and it makes you feel so deeply connected. That gives you such joy. Let go. Allow. receiving the purest of love, but a part of you thinks you're not worthy of it. Receive it.
gives you the most joy. gives you the freedom and the clarity to really see the beauty in front of you. It's not what you thought it was before. It wasn't the shininess, the sparkliness of it. Now you're seeing something even deeper. And just seeing it gives you such joy. self to always be happy. Knowing the difficulties you endured, you don't want that awakened self to ever have to experience them again. Just awakened self comes to the crown of your head. And you wear it like the most glorious crown. It becomes a point of light, descends through your heart. into that very center of that softness.
light expands, embracing, infusing every cell in your body, every part of your body. And just like those eyes saw beauty, the light reveals the beauty of every cell in your body, every part in your body. And to be so surrounded by beauty gives you such joy. You want every part, every cell in your body to be happy. <coughs> Feel connected to every part. And you create that space for every cell to be fully expressive. You make fear die in your presence. as your mind thinks of a part of you, infuse it with light and relate with it this way, seeing its beauty and enjoy it, want its happiness, feel deeply connected to it, through that softness, through that light, and give it the space feel the freedom to be vulnerable in your presence and you to be vulnerable to it. senses and it extends beyond the skin wrapping you in a cocoon of light the light of love was not processed that makes it difficult for you, for you to process emotions properly now just ask that question whoever shows up whatever the age disconnected, unseen, unappreciated, the need to hide yourself. Do you, did you find her? Did you find him? Hiding in a corner somewhere in your psyche, in the dark, grab her hands feel that softness in her hand in your hand 
and bring her to the front, in front of you. Look into her eyes. Those innocent eyes. Afraid, feeling disconnected, feeling rejected. in your heart, envelop her with your light, see her beauty so strongly that she feels her beauty seen, want her to be happy so strongly she feels her happiness is desired. Feel connected to her until he feels connected, connected. And make that space for him. So she doesn't feel the need to hide. She feels free to be vulnerable, free truly be herself and see her becoming more and more joyful begins to feel the joy of being seen, joy of wanting, knowing her happiness is wanted, the joy of being connected, melting away all sense of lone, aloneness. to you and hugs you. You feel her presence, her joyful presence. You can smell his hair, feel his tiny hands. self from your heart goes into his heart. 
light shines from within until it reaches above the skin. Ah, he too, she too, is in a cocoon of light, protected by the light of love. And there's a joy in her that you can feel. Now you can integrate her. And feel her joy within you. No longer fear, no longer shame, no longer angry. No longer stuck. Mm -hmm in a past trauma, but dealing with the present with you. Relish this joy. did with the inner sensations drop and they became stronger so as you hold this joy drop and allow the joy to be stronger yourself abiding in the meditative state and rejoice. Make a dedication. Make the intention to arise from the meditation. joyful sense of awareness, of presence into the breath. Bring this joyful sense of presence now into the body. into your senses so you can be aware of your immediate surroundings. Go and feel your sense of touch, sense of smell, sense of hearing, and sense of sight.
Thank you very much, everyone. Enjoy your evening and your weekend. There's uh, one more thing that we didn't do in this one, but maybe next time. <laughs> okay. Thank you.